0: G'day Gippsland, welcome back. Not that you've gone anywhere if you've been with us since 9 o'clock and that's what we do. We talk sport from 9 o'clock through until 11 o'clock with a focus on those who have achieved from Gippsland. We've had a couple of great interviews already and looking forward to our next guest, Brenton Jones. But we should make mention too, just before we go to uh, Brenton, that cycling as a sport is in Europe what AFL is for us here in Australia Sammy, it's absolutely huge and this particular bloke's had the chance of being part of great teams in Europe over the years in fact almost a decade I read and i would be interested to get a bit of an insight into how that how that uh, journey's been for Brenton Jones who joins us right now, hey Brenton how are you going? Good morning guys thanks for having me on the show, how are you going? Yeah really good thank mate, absolute pleasure for us uh, we spoke with uh, your mum last week and really interested to take the next step this week because she made mention that you're in south australia for the tour down under and i sort of spent nearly three decades in south australia with a bloke called mike tedder uh, who you'd be familiar with and he put yeah. together a dream of his in the tour down under and over the over the years it's turned out to be a sort of a must visit event for a lot of european cyclists as preparation for their upcoming season how have you found the tour down under
1: yeah absolutely i think uh this year, in a, in a lower form, I guess, in the Santos Festival of Cycling and some of those yeah. Europeans that couldn't come over here for this year and last year, it was still great to be a part of a, a nice event, um, big organisation. They still made uh, everyone feel welcome and, and like a, a like two-an-one that normally is on, you know. So uh, the Festival of Cycling was a great opportunity for Australia's best to, to mix it with some of the Australian pros that are still here before they head to Europe. Um, and the racing was fantastic, so uh, yeah, really looked really looked forward to it.
0: Well, I reckon one of the uh, biggest hurdles for cyclists is actually one of the biggest hurdles for people on radio, and that's the wind, and that's what we're putting up with right now. Uh, what were <laughs> the weather condition What were the weather conditions over there for the tour like? Yeah, it sounds like you're on a boat. Um, we uh, yeah,
1: it was not too bad. It was it was warm. It was warm, yep. but uh, the wind was down. The last day there was a little bit of wind, we tried to split it in the crosswinds, but it didn't happen. It wasn't strong enough. So uh, the wind was kind to
0: us most of the week, which was good. And so you, you got through the event all right. Tell us a little bit about the upcoming event for those people around Gippsland, because we're going to see some of the you know great cyclists uh, in their in our own backyard over a three-day period. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the
1: Mitcheldon uh Tour of Gippsland is going to offer a lot of. Uh opportunity for riders um on the climbing and the sprinting side of the discipline of the sport to uh present themselves a a chance to win some nice stages there's some amazing terrain around willamai in block and real in the final day in the quite which is probably going to suit me um so i think yeah spectators are going to look forward to seeing uh like i said australia's best come down to gippsland ride the road that i've trained on all my life so far in my career um and like i said the, the terrain and the courses this year are fantastic so uh yeah, big shout out to to Mum, the event organizer, for uh, putting on a, a nice event there and the, the courses, which I hope uh,
0: make for an exciting race. Yeah, we're we're pretty excited about it ourselves. Hey, I mentioned in the intro just the the enormity of the sport throughout Europe. Give us a bit of an insight into your experiences in Europe and the and the way the sport's embraced. Yeah, absolutely. I think
1: uh, like your intro, like you said, the AFL uh, here, how big it is here, is is like cycling over there. They they live and breathe it. They are so passionate about it. Everyone's so supportive. Um, if you're a professional over there, you're uh, very highly respected, I guess, as a cyclist and doing what you do. It's a hard hard sport to try and make it in. Um, and I think I spent many years over there. I think uh, two of my best years were with, with the French team, Delca Marseille, lived in Marseille, uh, spoke a bit of French, lived in France in my little apartment there for a couple of years, raced Paris-Roubaix, Paris-Nice, um, and did some of the world's biggest races, which was fantastic, and, and travelled the world doing what I love
0: yeah it's amazing isn't it where and we spoke earlier with Gary Hamilton who's the massage therapist for Roger Federer born and bred in Montague and finds himself traveling to places like Monte Carlo and Rome with Roger and very much a part of the team at those instances when you got your apartment in France you sort of reflect back and go how the hell did I get here take us through the story of how you did
1: yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I guess it all started with uh, you know getting into the sport through through my dad and my family, and you know then encouraging myself to to follow my dreams. I guess, and if I wanted to be a professional cyclist, you know, put your head down, work hard through it, finish school, um, and knuckle down to to what you need to do, and and try and make it overseas. And I did that, and I uh, had a had a great few years overseas. And unfortunately, COVID put a bit of an end to that. But I'm still racing here and and doing what I love still to this day, which is great. But uh, yeah, the progression was was quite hard through the National Road Series, which I still race in today, but to come from there, sign my pro contracts and start living in, and riding in Europe for the last seven, eight years has been uh, been a dream, you could say. And uh, like you said, uh, I wouldn't have imagined being in year nine French class that I would have been needing my French uh, 10 years later. And uh, my tutor in French who helped me learn a bit more French before I did go back there in, in 2017 and 18. Uh, she said uh, I knew Brenton you would need it in the future you always said you wanted to ride the Tour de France or, or live overseas and race uh, for a
2: French team and now you are so uh, it was quite funny
0: well done now
2: Brenton I spent <laughs> hours preparing for this show and the wind has derailed us in, 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 a, in, a, in a small way but I'm sure you spent uh, lots of not not just hours, but months and years preparing for events all across the world. How are your now, preparations going for the tour of Gippsland? And um, what what's it like to compete in a sport where one little mistake uh, can 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 ruin months of preparation?
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, preparations going really well. i have had a good start to the year, and the forms are uh, forms really there. So I think uh, depending on what our team's plans are at uh, Inform Team X make, we're gonna. We'll see if uh, I'm the protected rider, or if we've got a few other young guys that I'm going to help look after, like I did in Adelaide, um, where I let out my teammates like quick to two stage wins. So uh, my form is personally going well. Um, the course are pretty challenging. The wool of mine, the first stage, has got a hard climb. So uh, hopefully I can get over that one and be there at the finish for the sprint. But, uh, yeah, as you said, the the little preparations um, need to be 100%. You need to do the one percenters and make sure that uh, you're ready to go for your competition. If you have one small setback, you get sick, you miss a day's training or you have a little injury, it's going to knock you back. And uh, especially um, coming into the race, you know, you have to be on it the whole time and one mistake can cost you the win.
0: Yeah, Hey, Brent, where, where are you in your career at the moment? You've been in the game for a long time now. Where where do you currently sit and, and what are your aspirations sort of looking forward short-term, long-term?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I've, I would love to have been back in Europe and would love to be in Europe and still be competing at that professional level. I know I could. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess now uh, it's, a, it's a fine line between transitioning to maybe the coaching side of things. I'm working a lot in the coaching space here in Australia with... Uh, with younger educational programs in schools, coaching one-on-one, uh, running mountain bike clinics, um, helping schools like Scotch College in Melbourne on the road with their cycling team. So there's a lot of that opportunity that's progressing themselves at the moment, um, and I really am passionate about that area. But uh, at the same time, I'm racing very well at the moment, and uh, you know, if there was an opportunity that came up, then it would be one to think about. Um, otherwise, yeah, racing with Informed Team X May here in Australia to support the next generation coming through.
0: Good on you. Now,
2: as you said, Brenton, you've been involved in the sport for a long time. But what what other sports did you play as a youngster, and do you follow do you follow them closely now?
1: Yeah, I still follow a few sports. I was a very good soccer and tennis player going through the years, and had to stop that when I took up cycling full time back when I was about sixteen. But played them for many many years, both maybe nine ten years each, of soccer and tennis. And that was uh, good. My little brother still plays for Warragul United, and I know a lot of people there that play for the seniors team there um, and then my my wife is a media manager at Western United A-League team oh. so they're I think second on the ladder at the moment um, and I follow them quite closely too we'll have,
2: we'll have to get her on the show I reckon Rob <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah
2: yeah yeah I think they
0: had a win
2: did they they had a win the other night
0: too didn't they who'd they beat no, the other night in the course of the week 2-2 two,
1: two. they were up 2-2 oh. two, two. um but they had to win the the game before, I think. But they drew two two yeah. with uh, Central Coast. You know.
2: Fun,
0: funny, funny
2: story, Rob and Brenton. And I used uh, Western United in my FIFA manager career recently yeah. on the PlayStation. Oh, did you? Three, three, three titles on the trot.
0: Oh, he's got three
2: titles on the trot. Yeah. Yeah. I took it. Took an offer in in uh, England, so
0: had to move on from Western yeah. United. You're a yeah, hey, Speaking speak about your wife and who's got the role with Western United and yourself. Given the demands of cycling, how, do you, how, how does that work between the two? you get to yeah, see each well,
1: other it's, much? It's, oh, sometimes, but I think we've, we've been used to that our whole career when uh, I'm the one travelling around and, you know, going yeah. off to China for three weeks to race and then come back to, to France and, and go back home again. And, you know, it's a constant... Uh, a constant roller coaster, and you're always living out of a suitcase. So for me, the travel is is quite fine, and then uh, my wife Lucy puts up with it too, and she understands the commitments. And uh, now she's the one in the suitcase sometimes as well, following the team around. So we're we're both uh, used to it and understand the commitments, I guess, of what our what our sports and roles are uh, do.
0: Yeah, uh, look, we'll be following you around and uh, and the whole peloton that uh, makes <laughs> their way to this particular area for this year's Mitchelton Tour of Gippsland. Bretton Jones joins us this morning. Thanks for your time, Bretton. No worries, thanks. Come out and watch the racing. Uh, It'll be good. Good on you, mate. Brenton Jones there, uh, one of the stars of cycling, uh, one of the stars of this area. There's no question about that. And he'll be performing with some of the best in the world at this year's and Tour of Gippsland, which is only days away now. You'll get to see them at... uh, on three days around Wampthagi and Inverloch uh, It's it's really if you get. Well, am, am I Inverlock than Real, I'm pretty sure? The yeah, goes. so if you get the opportunity, you haven't seen it before, it's colourful, it's fast, uh, there's a lot of excitement on the street around it. So usually these events have uh, great street parties and and uh, the communities really embrace them. And I'm sure that the, the Mitcheldon tour of Gippsland, organised, as uh, Breton said, by his mum, who's uh, who's an absolute ripper will be uh, will be something to get involved with as well.